Don't miss out on the latest news and events in your community. Visit StarLocalMedia.com today. Sign up for our newsletter and stay informed on all the latest stories affecting your neighborhood. And if you're a local business owner, let us help you reach your target audience with our effective advertising solutions. Visit StarLocalMedia.com and take the first step towards staying connected to your community. Hey there, folks. This is Matt Welch, sports editor at Star Local Media, and thank you for checking out this rapid reaction edition of the Star Local Media High School Sports Podcast. Uh, let's recap my game from Friday. I was at a Clark Stadium in Plano for the non-district finale between Plano Senior and Rowlett, a, uh, a spirited non-district rivalry over the past uh, over the past few years. This being the fourth consecutive time that the Wildcats and Eagles have squared off in non-district action, a, um, and it's there's been some moments of competitive fire between these two over that span. Looked like we were in for another another installment as such on uh, on Friday, but instead this game gives way quickly into becoming a uh, just a showcase for the Plano senior offense. The Wildcats rack up, um, let's see, almost 500 yards of offense, 482 to be exact, on their way to a 55 to 34 victory. Um, so right right from the gates, um, you know, the 55 points is what jumps out about this one. Um, just doing a little bit of research on the fly, this was the first time, or I should say the second time since 2011, that Plano has eclipsed 50 points scored in a ball game, and then coupled with last week's 43-28 victory over El Paso Eastwood. It is the first time since 2008 that Plano has pieced together back-to-back games of at least 40 points scored. So, um, yeah, and that's kind of the big takeaway from this one. Again, you can read my full story at StarLocalMedia.com, but as far as some quick takeaways from this game, that was kind of the story, was the continued growth of this Plano offense. You know, coming into the season, Plano was very confident in the skill position talent that they did have be it quarterback Oliver Towns, running backs Cody Christ and Tylan Hines, and um, and wide receivers Jaden Chambers, Nolan Williams, Christian Sabatini, their tight end. Um, you know, the talent was certainly there. The big storyline, though, was the offensive line and just how young, Al, young I should say, Plano is up front and um, just the kind of the work in progress that that unit was going to be. And you got to see, you know, kind of some ups and downs through those first couple games. As this one went along, though, you could see what a difference just, uh, just consistent blocking makes and opening things up for the Plano offense and it really like Rowlett had no recourse for this Plano kind of did as they pleased be it through the air you know Oliver Towns completed 14 you know 14 of 22 passes for 196 yards and uh, in three touchdowns on the ground Plano ran for 286 yards on 39 carries so 7.3 yards per carry um, and it was just, uh, yes, it was a very, very impressive showing. Despite a, a bit of an inauspicious start to the game, you know, Plano has Rowlett just march right down on them. Plano does itself no favors by, I believe they were flagged four total times on that opening drive. Rowlett only accepted one of those penalties, um, but a very penalty-riddled drive for Plano. Rowlett scores on its opening possession, and then they turn around and stuff Plano in a goal-line stand. This was, uh, yeah, on fourth and uh fourth and one they stuff Plano just outside the goal line to get the ball back and you're thinking that this is just gone I mean this is just set up in the worst possible way for Plano to begin a game as far as just needing momentum and positivity out of the shoot um, not, not a whole lot for Plano to draw from on those first couple series uh, but they're able to force a turnover then uh, from Rowlett deep in Rowlett territory one of two turnovers that was committed by Rowlett inside um, its own red zone Plano turns right around, converts that into a Cody Chris touchdown, 
and that sets the uh, sets the table for a stretch where Plano scored touchdowns on eight of nine drives. So they uh, they definitely found a rhythm both on the ground, through the air, and just kind of did as they pleased. And it was a run of 28 unanswered points that really blew this one open. Um, you know, Rowlett's offense, which was fairly dormant in the first half, only 112 yards total, and about 60 to 70 of that came on their opening drive. Not a whole lot to show for their efforts after that first series, um, but they did pick things up in the second half. Um, you know, a lot of uh, a lot of it centering on quarterback. Alex Rout, be it on the ground, through the air. Uh, you know, Rowlett scored 27 points in the second half after just seven um, through the first two quarters. So at the very least, something for Rowlett to build on in that capacity as they look to begin district play. But just, uh, I mean, ultimately it was just, just not enough for a Plano offense that just was not they just could not get Plano off the field. Plano didn't punt in uh, in the game. They did have one turnover in the first half that was a uh, basically almost doubled as a punt. It was fourth and twelve or so from the you know the 35, 38 yard line, and Plano just airs it out. They just throw a they just throw a uh, you know a deep ball down just outside the goal line. Rowlett picks it off, and you know I mean it's nice to get the takeaway, but it did kind of cost them about thirty yards of field position when you factor in that if you just bat it down. They it would have started a bit closer to midfield, um, but nevertheless, though it's a, uh, it was a uh, you know kind of a, a necessary performance if you are trying to uh, you know believe in the uh, I guess the you know what Plano Senior could do as far as being able to threaten District Nine Six A from a playoff. Uh, you know, qualification standpoint. It's been a, uh, it's shaping up to be a very competitive district schedule. You know, as we'll get to in the podcast next week when we uh, make our official district uh, district predictions. It has been a, um, you know, lots of lots of parity to be expected, and um, it's been you know kind of an up and down, more down so than up for uh, for Plano ISD through non district. You know, East is zero and three, West is zero and three. You know, Plano they uh, you know they got it together when it met, when it counted against East. Would you know last week and whatnot, but you know to turn around and then really show uh, you know you know show true growth you know in that capacity of being able to put up 55 on Rowlett. Now context does matter because you know Rowlett is 0-3 right now. This is the second straight week that they've given up 50 points to an opponent, um, so they're um, you know they're battling through some youth and inexperience of their own right now. But um, nevertheless, though, it is a it is definitely something that Plano can draw from and um, some positivity leading into it, and because they'll need all they'll need all the positivity they can get leading into their district opener as they draw Allen, um, an Allen team that uh, that actually had a bit of a test on its hands. Um, you know, Allen, who was with um, without their starting quarterback Raylan Sharp, and it showed as Allen could not protect the ball to save its life Friday against Capel. They uh, they committed four turnovers and almost lost. This was a tie game late in the fourth quarter until Selden Manning scored. Scored the uh, the game winning touchdown with just over two minutes left. So um, you know, all eyes are going to be on the status of Raylan Sharp and that ankle. And if he's unable to go, we'll see. I mean, he was held out in what sounded like more of a precaution than anything. But if he's unable to go for whatever reason on Friday, I mean, be uh, just be on the lookout. You know, but nevertheless, um, so but Plano does you know does find the win column for the second straight week. They uh you know they do uh. They defeat Rowlett 55 to 34. As far as some individual stats from this game, you had, let's see, you had Oliver Towns, who I mentioned earlier, 196 passing yards. Uh, let's see, he added 61 rushing yards, four total touchdowns for the uh, for the first year starter at quarterback. On the ground, Tylen Hines had a, had 100 yards rushing for a touchdown. Uh, Cody Christ had 99 yards rushing and three touchdowns. 
And then through the air, uh, Nolan Williams, he scores for the second straight week. He has four catches, 90 yards, and a touchdown. Jaden Chambers, he has three touchdowns over the last two games. Three catches for 54 yards and a touch. And then Christian Sabatini finding the end zone um, with three catches for 30 yards. And then for, uh, for Rowlett, um, you had Alex Rout, who went 17 of 34, 201 passing yards, three touchdowns, one pick. He uh, also led the team in rushing, 14 carries for 120 yards. So, um, you know, 321 total yards of offense for Rout and four touchdowns. Impressive performance in defeat by him. Uh, Charge Hunt is able to rack up 72 rushing yards and a touchdown. And then through the air, um, you know, the, again, Rowlett has some talent receiver. Antonio Hall, Trayvon King, those are dangerous players in space. I um, mean, Antonio Hall did have himself a big game with six catches for 134 yards and a touchdown. That is a 22.3 yards per catch average. Uh, Trayvon King with six catches as well. Um, 52 yards and a touchdown, um, but again, just um, just a little bit too inconsistent in its output for uh, for Rowlett, especially in the first half against a Plano offense that was a uh, in a uh, again rarefied air. Like I mentioned, it's the first time since 2011 or second time since 2011 that they've scored 50 points. Um, you know, first time since 2008 that they've gone back to back, eclipsing 40 points in a game in two games. Um, yeah, so just good stuff from the Plano offense. We'll see if they can build on it heading into uh, to district play and what it all means because it's um, it's going to be a grind. They're going to have to maintain that for sure. Um, so let's see. Yes, you can um, you can check out my game story at starlocalmedia.com. I'll have some video highlights um, up there as well later on in the day. Otherwise, folks, this has been Matt Welch of Star Local Media. We'll be back on Monday for an actual episode of the podcast. Um, as we uh, yeah, as we lay out some uh, some district predictions for the uh, for the road ahead, should be fun, folks. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, and I will talk to y'all later. Looking to hire top talent in your community? Look no further than StarLocalJobs.com. Our platform is specifically designed to connect local employers with qualified candidates in their area. With StarLocalJobs.com, you can easily post job listings tailored to your specific needs and requirements. Our platform is user-friendly and offers a wide range of options to help you find the perfect candidate for your open position. Plus, our job matching algorithm ensures that your listing is shown to the most relevant job seekers in your area. But that's not all, StarLocalJobs.com also offers a variety of resources to help you throughout the hiring process. From candidate screening to interview tips, our team of experts is dedicated to helping you find the right fit for your company. So why wait? Join the thousands of satisfied employers who have found their ideal candidate through StarLocalJobs.com. Post your job listing today and start building your dream team.